0: My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different. <laughs> my brain's splitting off in so many different questions that no one has the answers to. <laughs> my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. things upset me. the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star what's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star what's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star questions that no one has the answers to i'm jerry mcgrew
1: and i'm gary butterfield
0: and this is days of future cast the podcast where we talk about dead girls right that, is that what
1: happens? <laughs> uh, it happens.
0: Not maybe not in this issue, but in this session, we'll, we'll be talking about some some girls that are dead. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but we are we're back, everybody. We're uh, talking about extatics. We are still in the X Force land of extatics. So um, today we're talking about X Force One Twenty Four. And, uh, I'm still really enjoying these comic books, Gary. These are super fun to read and just go by so smooth. And I kind of wish I could just binge them all and we could spend eight hours recording about them and then be done for like six months.
1: (laughs) I did. Uh, I did binge them all. Okay, cool. (laughs) I know. I know what your rest of the afternoon is looking like, but, um, yeah, I just kind of got stuck in a hole and, and just decided to reread them and then just refresh my memory, uh, for recording, but it does stand up. It is one of my favorite comic runs. Um, and one of the reasons segue is uh, issues like this, where they do these little one-off things that are not part of an arc. Yes. Uh, this is something that uh, X-Force and x continues to do. And I really like these little breather episodes that happen.
0: I do too. Yeah. These are fun. Yeah. Um, and you know, getting to know some of the characters and um, some of their backstories and things like that is It's super interesting. Like all of these characters are like ex- way more well-developed than I thought they would be like, Based on the the pitch that I kind of heard from you about this, I was really expecting this to be just almost kind of a comedy book, if that makes sense. Like, I thought mm-hmm. it would be a little bit more zany um, than than it. And it is that, but it's also, like, not that and it's super serious at the same time. So it's been kind of an interesting ride so far.
1: Yeah, it does it, does it all. Uh, the, the last full arc of this uh, where they fight the Avengers is... Pretty nonstop funny. Excellent. Um, you know, so I'm, that is a really good arc to go out on. It is very funny. Um, this cover, this is a, a fill in artist. That was something that happened a lot because Mike Allred, uh, he's one of those artists, like your Frank Quaitley's. There's lots of fill ins. Um, Darwin Cook, who died uh, and is good. Oh, <laughs> there's my tight <laughs> tight five seconds on Darwin cook uh is an artist that I like you've had that one written uh, up and just waiting died. for that
0: for that to happen right
1: <laughs> I spent all morning on it i uh <laughs> just've uh, been sitting in the lab with a pen and a pad trying to get this damn labels off and uh you know finally finally got it uh do you notice on this cover how many oranges she's eating a
0: lot there's a, just a bunch of oranges around <laughs> and I've never been a person – like, I like oranges, um, but I've never been a person to get a cup of coffee and um, four oranges <laughs> on a tiny orange. plate and then go, in my, and, go in, and lay in my bed to enjoy that. Like, yeah.
1: Come hither. Yes. Come uh, here bedrooms, amongst my citrus. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would you like to have – would you like to dine on four oranges with me in the boudoir?
0: But I'll be honest with you, Gary. Like, if I was a, a single superhero – um Mm -hmm. that maybe has super sensitive skin and i was and like i was getting the come hither look from my fellow mutant compatriot and she just happened to have a lot of oranges like the oranges wouldn't even come into the equation i'd just be like let's go
1: yeah (laughs) right like let's (laughs) go like like, can can these oranges be stored temporarily not even Uh, that i would just knock them off the bed you just push (laughs) yeah dead oranges the uh the idea of oranges in bed like it's a pretty messy food yeah (laughs) you know
0: I've never been a big Um, uh, food sex person either. Like I don't like Mm, uh, every once in a while, like you'll be watching pornography and I'll be like, Hey, let me put all this whipped cream over your body. And I'm like,
1: that's just going to be a mess. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Like what if you don't lick it all off? You're just going to get this like, yeah, now you're sticky sticky spot. Great. Yeah. That's not great. You know? Yeah. There's that. I love that Seinfeld where George starts eating huge sandwiches in bed. (laughs) Like, (laughs) It's like, to, to admit, it's just like, I have it all. And it's just, he tries to hide it from her. Like he reaches into a drawer and just pulls out a big sandwich and takes one bite. <laughs> and then goes back under the covers.
0: <laughs> I don't eat in uh, bed, period. <clears throat> and mm, I I think that's... No, weird flex. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like, I think it's just... I don't know, man. I don't like. I know. I don't want to sound like one of those like dude bros of like. There's only two things you do in the bedroom, but like, <laughs> we we don't have any electronics in the bedroom. Like, <laughs> we assemble
1: Gundams and go to sleep. <laughs> That's
0: exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's jerk off and it's post on Reddit. That's what I do in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's it. I sleep on the couch, motherfucker. Uh- <laughs>
0: But yeah, like we don't we don't have a TV in our room. We don't um mm. neither one of us ever eat in bed. Uh I can't remember the last time either one of us ate in bed. Like it just it just doesn't happen. So every time I see people doing it, I'm like, Or like breakfast in bed? Like if I brought autumn a tray of something in bed, she'd be like, Can we just take this to the fucking kitchen? Like what are you doing?
1: just <laughs> Do <we> like people? <laughs> Do you uh sure surely you look at your phone in bed though? Yes. Yeah. Okay, you're not like a maniac. No, no. Although mm-hmm. I have
0: um actively try to stop myself from doing that so uh it's hard it's really hard like it helps that i've had like a series of really like beefy fantasy novels to get into so i've been Mm -hmm. when i go when i go to bed like i put the phone on the charger and i'm like okay time to read about this rocks that brandon sanderson is trying to convince me are magic or something um (laughs) but and you know or the wheel of time or whatever and then when i wake up in the morning i i make myself not look at my phone in the morning like i make myself get up and like at least sit up somewhere and look at the and look at my phone because otherwise it just destroys my morning. Like I can I can kill an hour and a half laying in bed doing that and that just yeah. destroys my day. So
1: yeah, I I uh, I did meet you but also I'm not I don't have the discipline yet. Sometimes <laughs> I I can I can do it. I, after the election, I made a uh not this recent contested election but the 2016 election, I had a rule of like no Twitter for 2 hours. Yeah. After I get out of bed how and long, like that helped a lot. How long did that last? <laughs> A couple months. Yeah, not very long. You know, not too bad. You know, uh, not that long, but not that bad. I'm
0: saying that, like, I'm, like, fucking hardcore straight edge over here, but, like, definitely still spend an hour and a half looking at Twitter in the bed when I wake up in the morning. So, don't.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> this, this, like, the, the important thing is I try not to. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The, port- the important, the important, thing, important
1: is, thing is I feel bad about it. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I make myself feel real, real <laughs> shitty about doing the things that yeah. don't make me feel good to begin with. So, you know, it's super yeah. great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Brains. Um. Yeah, so this is uh issue 124. Mm-hmm of uh, x-force um recently boy what uh what just happened in this uh the spike joined spike and joins, we had the yeah. uh, lacuna arc
0: yes mm-hmm. yeah. um and uh we had that weird enough said episode i think that was the oh shit yeah, yeah, yeah. That we, we went in, we went in the dupes brain for a little while and now we're now we're back into the real world um yeah and we've kind of known for a while the biggest thing that for, for this issue is that um you go girl is having issues with her teleportation. She's it's not completely stable. And we start out with like mm-hmm. the team coming home via her teleporting and it kind of backfiring. And all, all of a sudden they're like in an ocean where nobody can swim. Um, and then they're in this weird jungle thing. Um, so it's going to be kind of all about you go girl for this issue.
1: Yeah. This is a highlight issue for her. Yes. Um, it's all about their relationships here. Like she accidentally teleports them to a uh, jungle after a mission um, you know, she's going to take another one of her poppers and, uh, Guy Smith tells her not to, yeah. you know, like that's, that's a problem. Like you have been fucking up a lot and, you know, Tyke get the attention of that plane. So he almost zaps a UPS plane and, uh, they come and drop them off. And that's where we get our title splash page, which I really like, you know, where, uh, you know, guys like, Oh, this is a boost for our reputation having to hit a ride home and Tyke's like, be cool. just They'll just think we have a product placement deal with them and fat says you mean we don't you know
0: yes and uh <laughs> we get
1: the name of the issue uh eddie and guy finally do it
0: yes what is the it we will find out we will find out what it is Yeah uh, um, yeah
1: the romantic tension and also uh the misdirect of yes. what this is
0: um
1: um so yeah. we we, 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 can we go
0: lounge. back to the headquarters um and Edie yeah. and guy are kind of having this argument and guy's basically saying like you know you have to get your shit together. like the, you your, the drugs are bad. Like none of this stuff is working and essentially gives her an ultimatum. Like you need to go and figure out what this is and come back in a week. And if you can't figure it out, you're off the team and kind of inter, yep. interspersed throughout this is the, the ongoing rivalry between the spike and, uh, mm-hmm. the anarchist. The
1: di- yeah. Uh, him and the, the spike during these like next couple issues is really just going to continue to antagonize the entire team. Yes. You know, basically saying, you know, uh, the only thing keeping around the team is a reputation. There had to be teleporters everywhere. And as soon as anyone challenges on him on this, he's basically uh, just posturing. You know, uh, you know, he calls Tyke out for defending his white buddies. He calls out Vivisector, you know, for getting in his face. Uh, And Guy basically backs him up and is like, yeah, we can't rest on our laurels. Like, if you teleport us wrong, we will die. Um, You have one week to get your shit together. Uh, And this makes Edie nervous. Um, We cut to later where she's hanging out, hanging outside of his like sensory bedroom chamber. uh dungeon
0: <laughs> like i love the weird like i don't know if this is actual art deco but my brain says art deco when i see stuff like this but like his weird sheets combined with the like circle windows that you would see in a submarine with all of the like obvious mm-hmm. like what well, looks like padded walls but has to be like xavier invented a special padded wall that prevents him from you know feeling the air on the other side of it or something so like it's just yeah it's a very proofing. weird and wild look and I, I super dig it
1: he's a podcaster like it's just baffling.
0: <laughs> Mr. Sensitive uh, the Podcaster. Mr.
1: Sensitive Bedcast. Ugh. The uh, um Hear me sleep. Uh and you know, she's approaching him and she's like, Hey, you know, this test that you have me on, like the problem is that there's this tension between us. There's a romantic tension. You know, like where are we gonna have sex? Are we gonna be in a relationship? That's what's fucking up my teleportation. Mm. Is kind of how she uh portrays this, but it's a little bit of a misdirect to the the reader. Um, we cut to them having driven out to, uh, the desert route 66 at a hotel. Um, they drove because her teleportation isn't very good. Um, and she starts kind of like, he inquires like, Hey, you know, we're, she says it's been a long time since I traveled back home. And he's like, yeah, that little girl at the farm, like she's your daughter, right? You know, he picked this up in a couple issues ago Mm -hmm. where she's back home. And then we cut back to her origin.
0: Yes. Um, I really like, like, when we go through the origin, we change art styles, and it's kind of like a nifty little, like, fairy tale story, almost. Um, mm-hmm. I really dig this. I really, really like the way that this is told. I like the way that it will incorporate um, them being um, Edie and Guy, like, within this framework to a certain degree. Like, it's just all very cute mm-hmm. and good. I mean, it's not cute. Because the story is, yeah, is it's, kind it's of horrible. It's about teen pregnancy. Yeah. It's, it's not a great it's, story. Like, it's not a cute, it's a cute story.
1: Jeremy Gray says it's a cute story about teen pregnancy. Yeah.
0: It's a meat cute it's a pregnant, cute little fairy tale. Which is not yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's a... It's a pregnant cute.
0: It's a pregnant cute. Just type uh, that into Disney yeah. Plus and see what yeah. comes up. I'm sure that there's at least... It's <laughs> yeah. probably Star Wars, right? It's, it's got to be a yeah. Star Wars, so...
1: Yeah. Um. But she, you know, just talking about growing up and her teleportation uh, kind of taking, taking effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how she's eating X-Flakes. I would eat X-Flakes. Absolutely. Um, And her uh, her dad, uh, who is an old man, much older than her mom, uh, looks at her like she's a stranger. Like she has this distant relationship with her dad. Um, When I first read this, I remember thinking it was going to be a child molestation thing and being really bummed out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's not that. Uh, luckily
0: and also the dad is um kind of like kind of anti-technology he doesn't allow any TVs or radios in the house um so she is driven by this desire to get out of this kind of trapped existence that she feels like she's in um so that when her powers start manifesting that's how they like it's just her going to other places and i think that she's been dream uh sleepwalking mm-hmm. dreamwalking is a totally different power <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, dreamwalker shows up in a couple issues yeah
0: definitely yeah. uh the daydreamer the daywalker wait no it's the combination of those two nice. um so yeah when she she starts like showing up on the roof and things and they're just like oh she's sleepwalking but really it's just her trying to get away from this like just as you might imagine like every teenager goes through like i know i went through with this kind of stuff when i was a kid of just wanting to run away and go somewhere else that wasn't filled with redneck people. Um, so I'm like, mm-hmm. I think every teenager goes through some version of this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's always, it's always, I, I also went through that and had that feeling. And it's so funny because it's like, once you get there, what happens, you know, you still got to wake up the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so, it's so interesting when you think of your life and, uh, something that, um, an old ex-girlfriend's mom used to say that I really liked was there's no such thing as a geographic cure.
0: Oh, nice. Like
1: you can't just, you know, you can't just move somewhere and expect you to change that drastically. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so she can kind of continue to telling the story about this, uh, this guy who, uh, some guy from San Francisco, who's a little bit older, rolling through town and, uh, making her a Pregante down by the stream. And, uh, they basically hit it. Um, you know, it would have been a scandal. So the, uh, the mom pretends to be pregnant and takes her out of school. And this is when they find out that, uh, her father is not actually her father. Her father uh, was impotent could not have kids and uh they had an arrangement with somebody who was passing through town
0: there's um, a couple of good funny bits throughout this number one the idea that the mom goes to church with the pillow stuffed under her dress just mm-hmm. to make it look pregnant like ain't no way that that ever's gonna fly in a small mm-hmm. small, small town dude. like them all of them crazy old women are gonna be like let me touch the belly let me touch the belly of immediately yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's like fucking well, it flies to a to a light source
1: to a belly it, it, it makes me think like This is the kind of thing where it's like one of those openly kept secrets Mm -hmm. in, in kind of rural areas, you know, like everybody knows, but it's like, it's just a rumor and everybody just kind of maintains face in there, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like they know, but that's too, it'd be too impolite to call her on it.
0: Yeah. And uh, the other thing is the Logan... (laughs) Poster on mm-hmm. the wall, like I just really dig the idea, like because you know Logan would hate to have posters of Logan around, <laughs> like that yeah, would be same like Wolverine. Yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> it just, just Logan. says Logan. <laughs> yeah, like there's like a rare run of patch posters that are really hard to get hold of.
0: I can't remember his real name when that when that was revealed. Is it Jack something or something? I can't remember. I, I can't remember I'm his a patch
1: a, name. I, I fucking hate patch.
0: Well, no, I'm t- like when That's his, true. his actual name name was revealed in the, in the, oh, James Logan, James Logan. Yeah. James. Like what if it just yeah. said James? <laughs> like, yeah, that just super good. like a
1: bad haircut. Um, so she has the baby, you know, and, and, uh, her mom's like, Hey, look at your beautiful little girl. And she like immediately teleports away. Yeah. Uh, you know, not immediately. She's not like in the, the bloody birth bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty, pretty fucked up that she has the baby like in her childhood bed um surrounded by logan posters like I, I don't think i could give birth while looking over at a poster of logan just like smoking a stogie it's like <laughs> so <laughs> you know?
0: which begs the question what what would be your preferred uh would it be scott gene
1: hank if i were to go <laughs> if i were to give birth which uh which x-men yeah probably hank like you know just like a calm medical okay kind of presence
0: like when he's beast up mm-hmm. or this is this is pre-beast
1: uh, beast but with the glasses.
0: Okay, but with like a tie on, like a like a real <laughs> yeah. dapper beast. Business beast. <laughs> business yeah, beast, like, of course. Yeah, <laughs> like business Dr. casual business beast. beast. I think is what we're looking for. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> something in some Dockers, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and then she said, you know, she hadn't been home since the last time she went with uh the, with X Force, you know, like she just abandoned her kid. Mm-hmm. Um, cut to later when they're in the hotel and they can't really sleep. Um, you know, they're, they're separated by thin walls. They're not sleeping together. Like we thought they would be doing. Um, and he's like, you know, we have like, you're very nervous. I can tell, but we have to do this. She's like, yeah, I don't want to go do it. I don't want to go see them. And he's like, too bad. Like you have to do this.
0: It, um, I love the setup of this where they're in two um, hotel rooms that are next to each other and they're talking through these thin walls because the bed, the headboards like butt up against each other on each side. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a like a visceral reaction to his him, like putting his hands on the wall, like to get like so he could feel her feel her closer and then also putting his little antenna on the walls. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, sir, that is not allowed. <laughs> do not. I do not appreciate this.
1: Do not feel safe with, ex- with uh, Guy Smith around. Yeah, you know, something I was thinking about um, is like these characters. Uh, you know, any of the characters who have died in this. Do you think they're on uh, Krakoa? Like in the the new X Men, where they're bringing everybody back to life?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, because they. I'm trying to remember what happened in Hawksbox Like they they literally took samples for every single mutant, right? Like they encoded every single yeah. mutant that uh Xavier, had like, touch
1: Xavier backs him up on his on a on a Google drive yeah in his brain.
0: on like a on an iOmega zip drive <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so he can he can download a like a backup from a couple days ago like you know the idea of a mini disc um the uh I was just like I was thinking I think I was thinking about a lot about Guy Smith because these like next couple issues are good Guy Smith issues and and I I really like Guy Smith like I think that like it would be interesting to see what it would be like if he interfaced with any of the rest of the X universe
0: mm-hmm.
1: like not necessarily good I'm not necessarily going to bat for it I just think I would want to see your know, how a writer would deal with it Yeah
0: absolutely you um,
1: know one of these like Dawn of X stories has you know Mister Sensitive on the team Sure
0: Yeah I guess I know. need to I need to start reading some of that stuff um because um, I, I read you know, I did the Hawkespuck like, stuff but I'm just kind of curious yeah. I don't have enough X Men stuff in my life right now so I might as well to check some of that out.
1: Yeah. The uh, uncanny and then marauders are good. Um, skip the giant-sized issues; they're all bad so far. Okay, and then those are the only ones that I've liked. Like I read the first issue of all of them, and the rest of them I thought were pretty dumb. But marauders and uh, uncanny X Men are good. Cool. So, um, so we cut to uh, the next day when they're at the farm. Uh, he's kind of like psyching her up to do it. You know, she's like, "Hey, is she in there?" And he's like, "No, there's only one person in. It's an adult. You know, and she can." Uh, confronts her mom mm-hmm. you know for the first time in however long
0: um i mean the kid looks like to be you know anywhere from 12 to 15 so it's got to be at least a decade um at what, it, mm-hmm. from what it looks like and i was really impressed with this i expected when i realized they were going home i was like oh she's going to do the family confrontation everybody's going to hate her she's going to have this like whole thing like where i expected the story to go it absolutely doesn't happen like instead her and her mom sit down and like catch up for a while and yeah. guy like
1: walks it's into the sweeter. other
0: room just to like get away and let them kind of have their time together and it's very sweet like this is very cool that they were able to have that kind of connection
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's a really sweet story um you know uh and they basically uh ed and her mom have this confrontation like she's like i would like her to know who her real mother is and her mom is like she's happy and settled like what would this do you know not only would that unsettle her but If you tell her the truth, someday she's going to have to see you killed on TV. You know, like pictures of your corpse are going to be beamed coast to coast. You know, like, are you comfortable with that? And she runs in and Edie maintains the lie. You know, she says, don't you have a big, don't you have a hug for your big sister? Like does not, you know, tell her the truth
0: and the the kid immediately wants to be like teleported around and edie's worried about this and guy gives her encouragement right he's like no you absolutely Mm -hmm. got this you're the one and only you go girl you're up to this like go 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 take this this child on a good time and it works and like they she's able to teleport Mm -hmm. and like the teleportation like splash page or whatever shows them going to like egypt and new york and london like i'm not don't know exactly what happened through here but it seems like everybody (laughs) had a really good time
1: (laughs) yeah a, a pirate ship
0: a a pirate ship yeah We're like where is that
1: <laughs> pirate times yeah <laughs> went to pirate times for a second um you know and so they spend the day together, you know, and uh she's basically uh you know saying goodbye uh to her daughter sister, you know, and she says like you're not gonna die like those other mutants, and she's like no, nah, i'm I'm indestructible, like letting the words from her mom sink in like you know this is this lifestyle I've chosen it doesn't you know maybe i did made the right choice like it wasn't good to try to raise my daughter because i am in ecstatics exactly and yeah
0: and this causes guy Um, to get really emotional like he's he's obviously mr sensitive but as he's watching this kind of goodbye take place he's like having a he's having trouble and ultimately fails at holding back tears like he's this is mm -hmm. really emotional
1: for him yeah the guy missed um you know he's trying to do this like he's saying like oh you know so now you can uh you can teleport there's no wobbles uh no ending up in the ocean um it's because you know you originally when you started trying to teleport it was to get away from your old life but now you've come to peace with it and she's like Mm-mm. you know <laughs> i just started taking a new drug i just got new drugs <laughs> yeah she she, um, she
0: puts down that chant song um, we don't do the same drugs and just like okay let's just <laughs> let's just bop to this and then go home
1: <laughs> yeah yeah uh so they uh they teleport uh back to the hotel room you know to get it on uh they talk about like keeping their professional life and their personal life separate um you know uh and they're worried someone might hear them and what looks like she teleports them to the moon to have sex
0: so i was so they're in the desert and the moon is definitely in the background so unless that's yeah, supposed maybe to be it's just the
1: desert i think it's just like sex. Well, there's a big crater
0: yeah but it looks like they just she just teleported them into midair which i mean if my gf could teleport us into the air to have sex i'd be like we definitely are doing that one time air sex one time yeah dude yeah of there's, course. there's no the, way it's worth the, it's worth two times but one time
1: yeah seventy thousand mile high club yeah exactly. you know just
0: uh <laughs> um, I but it's kind of a sweet I remember you know, some sweet, at some point uh thing. some porn company trying to do the zero g nut, and they were just they had no. had leased a plane and were like taking it way up in the air and then diving it um so that like oh my god, and then having uh, and trying to time a male orgasm at the same time to have the the, the zero g nut, and I'm just like why are you doing this? It seems ridiculous. Yeah,
1: wow. I I don't want to have a zero g nut. <laughs> Like I don't want to deal with like the the consequences of that and the experience of it doesn't sound good. Like that feeling of like when you're in a roller coaster and you're going down that like stomach. Yeah, that is incompatible with the human orgasm to me.
0: And like and like you know I mean props to the to the porn star that was like yeah sure let's do it. I guess I could I can come whenever yeah. I want to. Like this is my one superpower.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I re- look out, ecstatics! So I'm ready to come in zero g's. I. Yeah, I would just, I would have a really hard time with that. That actually made me feel a little sick to my stomach just thinking about it.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Gary.
1: Wow. Yeah. No, no, it's not, it's not your fault. I was just thinking about like that roller coaster, like stomach drop feeling. And man, I'm trying to nut. Um, at the same, this is a very sweet issue. Yes. Like at the end, she's like, you know, he's like, these walls are so thin, someone might hear us. And then when she teleports them out to the desert, she says, I don't care if the whole world hears us. Yeah. Like they are young and in love and they just have this very like, you know, sweet, tender moment. You know where they helped each other out like this is the the consummating of their relationship
0: and it feels nice like this is uh you know Yugo girl isn't being sarcastic throughout any of this which is kind of her normal mm-hmm. mode. um guy isn't being like overly protective or weird about anything he seems to be, kind of be handling the his side of this relationship pretty well and like having this like sweet you know air sex um just seems to be very nice for both of them and like what a great issue mm-hmm. like i it really like, I really thought when we teleported back to Edie's family and we saw, like, everybody was stunned and then, like, they, she immediately teleported him back out. I was like, oh, there's some really horrible shit. And it is, like, you know, child pregnancy is a is a huge thing, but it's not, like, horrible. Like, nobody was abused. Um, nobody was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought this was going to be, like, everybody has to have a dark past. But she just went and talked to her mom. And her mom was like, yeah, like, if you want to tell her the truth, you can. But really think about what that's going to do to your daughter and like it was just really nice like it's really nice that mm-hmm. people had a conversation and avoided all of the stereotypical bullshit drama that you normally see
1: yeah like it's still a tropey story like the you know the small town girl who goes off to to Hollywood and and uh you know tries to get away from the farm life and gets pregnant and stuff that is still a tropey story but it just handled really well like I just really like the execution of it me too um yeah and we're gonna get a little bit more uh of Edie's background uh, which is really nice. Like I, yeah, you know, I love, uh, I love this character. So uh, it's very nice to to get more in the future. Um, yeah. So that that's it for this issue, yeah. uh, episode, and issue. Quick uh, in is the
0: um If you want to support yeah. the show, patreon.com dot slash stuck TV is the place to do so. Uh, you get access to all kinds of exclusive content, extra podcast, podcast early, access to the Slack, and just the the deep satisfaction of supporting a group of people that are trying to make people laugh in the world. So go check that out. The ratings, reviews, telling your friends, all of that super helps. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for everybody that's been listening and we will be back with, uh, more X